Hello and welcome to the Powered by Rock podcast, where I'm going to be taking a break from some of the guests being on the show to highlight some of the best rock music of 2022 so far. One thing a lot of people seem to respond to is to new music recommendations, and they just don't have time to dig through every album in a year. I have said since season one that most people, like me, just like to listen to what they're fans of from their high school days. But now that time goes on and life gets in the way, it's harder to get to concerts, find new bands, hear great up-and-coming music, and so on. That's why I wanted to take today's episode and give some personal recommendations on what I think are some of the best bands and albums in rock music of 2022 so far. I'm also going to hit you with my so-called eight can't miss albums of 2022 that I think are really going to make you feel good about spending your time listening today as well. So since you're here and I'm here, let's say we get the show on the road. You're listening to the Powered by Rock podcast with your host, Isaac Kuhlman. The Powered by Rock podcast was created to help showcase some of the best rock musicians in the world and to pass on to future generations the rock music that has inspired rock fans around the world for decades. We want listeners to be able to hear great stories and life experiences directly from their favorite artists, as well as dig deeper into music theory and talk rock like no other show you've ever heard. This isn't about looking cool. It's about getting real and having a great time. Without further ado, let's start the show. Hey, welcome to the Powered by Rock podcast. Today is a solo episode, as I mentioned. I think you're going to really like this because it's good to help you as a listener broaden your musical horizon this year. And this is going to be one of those episodes that hopefully helps you do that. I will say that I cannot play any of the music on the show because guess what? There are copyright laws and any podcast that does it is risking getting shut down. So I will not be playing any of the music that you will be explained you know, hear of me talk about today, but I do want to highlight these bands because there's some really awesome bands, especially some bands that you've never heard of that I'm going to be talking about today. And of course, not all the albums and bands I mentioned today are going to be up your alley, but I would venture to say that if you like rock music in general, you'll at least appreciate all or almost all of the music I'm sharing with you today. I also say that I'm a bit of a snob with this list in the sense that I'm only going to take, uh, and I will say that I'm a bit of a snob with this list in the sense that I'm not going to include singles or EPs as there are literally millions of each of these that I can't possibly distill down as easily as full-length albums. So we'd just be talking about full-length albums of this year. Therefore, if you have the attention span that allows you to not be able to listen to 30 to 40 minutes of music by the same band, you're probably going to hate this whole episode. Uh, hopefully that's not you and that you will actually listen to this. That aside, I'm going to forge on anyway in the hopes that if you can listen to me talk for 45 minutes or so, then you can listen to an album, a whole album of music. So let's run down some of the really cool music I think you should be listening to in some of the favorite in some of my favorite genres this year. So I'm going to start with alternative rock. This is kind of a forgotten rock genre. People just assume everything's alternative rock that has guitars nowadays. Everything is kind of lumped into it. If you hear of a you know alternative rock station, they'll pretty much have any of the the, the categories I'm talking about today, and they'll play those bands on that alternative rock station. However, in my opinion, it's more like the grunge style. Um, a bit more kind of old school 90s style rock that you might hear uh, separate from punk, separate from indie rock of today, uh, separate from prog rock and just straight up rock and roll. Like I'll talk about those categories as well. So in the first band, I think that you should be listening to right now this year is a band called plosives. It's like the word explosives minus the E's and the X. So plosives, they actually had a debut album come out this year called plosives. So self-titled, I gave it a 4.7 out of five stars. It's a brand new band. And I'll tell you, the, the song hit the brakes specifically, uh, you know, 
it's probably one of the best songs of the year. It actually, every time I hear it, it reminds me a lot of Silver Sun pickups in a lot of ways. The 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 melodic kind of vocal range that the guy has, the lead singer of the band. Um, but I will tell you, the the guitars are on point, the drums are on point, everything is just smooth. It's a really really good album. So. I gave that one a 4.7 out of five stars, as I, as I mentioned. So I think if you're going to listen to any particular one song and just say, Hey, I'll, I'll give it three minutes, go listen to hit the brakes by plosives. Cause that song is awesome. And you'll actually enjoy the whole album. I probably listened to this album. I don't know, 30 or 40 times already this year. And I think it came out. We'll say, let's see, when did it come out? Came out in back in April. So you'll have a couple of months past, but I still listen to this weekly or at least monthly to today. It's probably one of my most played albums of the year so far. The next band I want to talk about is actually a band from Italy. Uh, these guys, I did not know what to expect from them. They're called Def Lingo, and their album was called Lingenberry. So Lingenberry, like lingo and berry. Um, I gave that album a 4.7 out of 5 stars as well. This is one of the most diverse rock sounds I've heard in a while. It's one of the more original sounding rock bands I've heard as well. They're kind of just straight up in your face. Like it's, it's kind of one of these Renaissance albums that like, you know, if you took like a mix of like some of these old punk bands, I actually talked about the New York dolls uh, when I wrote the review for this album, it's a bit of like that mixed with something like the hives. So it's, it's just like, in your face, it's not like super loud or anything. I guess it could be if you turned it up really loud, but it's just a really cool band that like makes great, great albums. And this album is specifically is awesome. And the guitar work I have to mention is probably some of the best guitar work on any album of the year. They know what they're doing. And I would say that, um, you know, you'll probably enjoy this entire album. I would probably, if I was to say, start with one song, I'd probably say start off with the title track Lingonberry. Um, I call it the rocker's ideal version of a song. It's the longest track on the album, but it has some very cool elements. And I can see how, you know, anybody who would go to their live show would be a really big fan of this because it's got a little bit of everything in that song. So if you want to start off with one song off that album, I'd say start off with Lingonberry off that album. And you're going to really be, you know, in for a treat because I, I think that's a really cool song. Next on the list off, off the alternative rock, I don't even know what to call these guys. I'm calling it alternative rock just because, I have no idea what the hell to actually label them as. And when I wrote the review, I called them prog emo punk. <laughs> Cause that was, that's about what they kind of throw together. This band is called cliff diver. They're from Oklahoma. They're fucking awesome. They rip from start to finish on this album. It's called exercise your demons. And I really love the cover of this because it's literally like demons exercising in like a farm in a field. So it's pretty funny. This band is weird. Uh, <laughs> so, the the just the just the aesthetics of the band is is eclectic. Uh, you know what the lead singer, one of the lead singers, he's a guy that has like a mullet basically. Uh, you know the the saxophone player is usually shirtless in almost every scenario that you can possibly see him shirtless in. Which who has a shirtless sax player? And they have dual vocalists. Um, so this band really is an intensely unique band. I've never heard something quite like Cliff Diver. And I've heard a lot. Now, what I will say is they have some very uh, pop punk songs and they have some kind of a little bit more proggy emo songs as well. The one song I would say, if you're going to listen to, it's a tough one for me. I would say New Vegas Bomb is very pop punky. So if you want to hear a really good pop punk song, go check New Vegas Bomb out. If you're looking for something a little different, 
<laughs> you can check out their other single. It's called Who Let the Hogs Out. It's one of their other singles, I should say. It's weird. I think it's a little bit like Coed and Cambria, but then it's also punk rock, and it's just overall pretty fucking awesome. So, uh, and they they do weird stuff with their song titles too. Like, uh, <laughs> they have song titles like Dick Van Yikes and Super Saiyan Al Pacino. You know, they have one about Frankie Muniz doesn't smoke like uh, some like hard cigarettes. I can't remember exactly the name of the song, but um, there's some really interesting uh, <laughs> songs on there. I will say it's absolutely one of the best albums of the year that especially that you've never heard of. So definitely check out like cliff diver. All three of these so far, are like just incredibly good albums. Um, and again, I will mention my top eight can't miss albums of 2022 at the end of this. So make sure to uh, stay for that. Um, the next one I want to talk about is actually from a familiar voice. If you've ever remember the nineties, obviously some of us do, some of us are older than others. There was a band called Presidents of the United States of America. That lead singer, Chris Ballou, has actually been releasing new solo albums for the last couple of years. Uh, he was actually doing children's songs for under the uh, moniker Casper Baby Pants for the last 10 years. But he's got a new album out called Primitive God. If you actually like the, the old Presidents of the United States stuff, you're probably going to like this. It's actually quite a good album. Um, when I talked to him, he was actually the first guest of, our first, of, of this season, season three. He mentioned that he's looking for something that helps him fall asleep and that he thinks that's a really good way to tell that it's a good, a good song and a good album when he's sequencing it. I tend to agree that there's a, a little bit of an ambient sound to it, but I will say one good thing about it is every song's really good. There's a couple really, really good songs on this album that I would say rival anything that the presidents have actually done as well. And probably one of my favorites on the album, uh, I'm going to have to say, it's probably Cold Cold Sheets or California Frown. Those are probably my two favorite. Tenderest Love is great. Uh, Just Untwist is great. But California Frown, it's this really interesting song. He was talking kind of about how um, it's an equalizer effect. And you can listen to, to episode one to kind of hear the explanation for California Frown and what it means. But it really is just a cool song. It's kind of like a, you know, ethereal kind of, feeling when you're listening to it and it's about kind of how you instead of having a california smile have a california frown and he does talk about what those are but it's actually in terms of recording music but it also works just equally as well as a, uh you know kind of a personality trait for somebody living in california or thinking of that kind of mindset so materialism that kind of stuff i would say this is an excellent album you got to check that out so plosives def lingo cliff diver and chris Ballou. Those are the alternative rock suggestions I have so far. Now, I'm recording this a couple of weeks out, so by the time this airs, you might actually know of two or three or four or five or six or seven or ten more new albums that came out that I'll be like, oh, you missed these ones. Well, I'm recording this on August 3rd, so if it comes out between now and the time that this episode releases, I'll probably get to that later on this year. So let's get into the punk rock genre. This one is absolutely stacked this year. Like, I actually struggled to get this down to a small list because – in my opinion, this could be the majority of the episode. And I have talked about punk rock and have guests from the punk rock genre on this podcast a lot. So I want to first talk about one of the early ones that came out, which was Doc Rotten's Unite Resist. This was an awesome album. I gave it a 4.9 out of 5 stars. I don't know if it actually is, you know, maybe holds up to a 4.9. I'm not, I'm not really sure because I do listen to it often and it's awesome. But in lieu of all the new albums that came out, I'm like, holy shit, like, where does it fit? But I know at the time I gave it a 4.9 and it deserved every last star there. 
Um, it is a great album. So if you want to listen to, you know, something about that, what they did on this one was they kind of, kind of more themselves amplified. So they have songs about kind of like partying, but also uniting and then politics and all these other things. And some of them are just really like bombastic sounding. And a lot of them are really good songs. They have a single, a few singles off of there. Psych Ward 103 was the first one. And that one was pretty cool. Um, you know, that was about, you know, the, the idea of meeting a chick in a psych ward and falling in love. And it was pretty interesting. Um, I would highly recommend that song. The, the title song unite resist is another great song on that album might be possibly one of my favorite ones. Um, there's a, there's a lot of good songs on there. I don't even know which one might be my favorite out of the entire thing. Um, but there's, there's a lot of good stuff and, and Wes and, and Andy and all those guys and, and AJ and Doug, those guys put together one hell of an album. And, you know, we did interview those guys in back in season one, actually the end of season one. So if you do want to check out a podcast of doc rotten, we actually talk about their new album and some of their other stuff as well. So you can go check out that podcast as well. That's in season one. I think it's like episode 12 or so. So you can check that out. Next on the list, uh, this one's a bit interesting because I would say the album for sure is punk rock, but the artists may be not strictly punk rock. They might be more indie or even just rock, but it's Frank Turner, and this is Frank Turner's FTHC, which is Frank Turner Hardcore. This is an album that immediately when I heard it, I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. I think there's like 18 or 20 songs on here. The guy is prolific. He absolutely creates a ton of music. He makes really good music. He performs. I just saw him recently about a week ago uh, perform live, and he puts on one hell of a live show. This entire album is really good. Uh, a lot of stuff with his dad, a lot of personal stuff. He's kind of known for wearing his heart on his sleeve and writing about literally everything in his life to a, maybe not to a fault. I would say to kind of to a exposure level, maybe a fault. But uh, the, the opening song, Non Servium, I thought that was a really good uh, song. One of my favorite ones. Uh, there's also Haven't Been Doing So Well, which is one of his most popular songs now. That's a really, really, really good song as well. Um, Miranda is uh, about his dad, who actually is a transgender man, uh, transgender woman, transitioned to a woman from being a man. Uh, so, yeah, that one's about his dad. You know, it's a coming of age kind of song. Really interesting stuff. It kind of details a lot of stuff on that album. And I would say if you if you ever liked Frank Turner before, you'll absolutely fall in love with Frank Turner after this album. And if you never heard Frank Turner before, go check out this album because it's kind of got a little bit of everything. He's put everything, you know, punk, rock, kind of some folk in there. There's a little bit of everything. So you're going to really, really like that album. Uh, next on the list is a Canadian band. These guys are phenomenal. Uh, they, they were around. And then they kind of took like a big, long break. I think there was like 14 years, something like that, between albums. The band is handheld. They're from Canada. They're from Ontario. They're, uh, it's a little city called Kitchener. I wouldn't say it's little. It's just not Toronto, basically. It's, it's on the outskirts, I think, from what I remember. But these guys play just like a California or New Jersey or, or you know, kind of East Coast band. They've got a lot of, you know, speed. Let's just call it that way. A lot of energy in the band the, the the drums and the bass and the guitars are going to drive things forward at a very quick pace but it really does it doesn't play fast when you listen to the songs themselves in my opinion because it's just a really smooth uh you know the the vocals are good the lyrics are incredibly interesting so this album is called a canadian tragedy and the reason why it's called canadian tragedy is because almost every song details 
a Canadian who either died early, uh, mysteriously, or basically there's something wrong in a relationship or part of the life of somebody in that, in that, you know, a couple of songs are about the band members. Um, so there's something going on there. So they're obviously Canadian, a Canadian tragedy. They've got songs about, uh, you know, John, uh, sorry, uh, John Candy, almost said John Goodman, John Candy. They've got songs about Tim Horton, the hockey player turned donut King. Uh, there's songs about, uh, you know, mobsters and, and, you know, uh, airplane or, uh, pilots, uh, female pilots, all sorts of stuff in there. And you're going to quite not, you're probably not going to understand what the hell's going on. I actually kind of got the gist of most of the, uh, the songs, but I had to actually ask the band, like, what are some of these songs about? And they will actually be on an upcoming episode of the podcast. So I don't want to spoil everything. Basically, go check that album out. Handheld, a, a Canadian Tragedy, is absolutely one of the best punk albums of the year. I gave it a 4.8 out of 5. So definitely go check that album out. Next on the list, well, no surprise here. It's another Canadian band. This is the Maroons, as they call them. It's spelled kind of like the Morons, but with an umlaut over the O, the second O, to make it the Maroons. And their new album is called The Book of Marone. I gave this a 4.9 out of five stars. This was pretty goddamn good. Like, this was a really good album. Um, I would say there's a, a ton of really cool uh, songs on this. Probably my three favorite, and I can't really distinguish which ones I like the most, but I, I'm going to say Upgraded Premium is, is great. When I first heard it, I was like, this might be the best punk song of the year. And then I heard Open Bar, and I was like, holy shit, that's also a really good song. So, open bar another one they do a cover of whitney houston's i want to dance with somebody and as i say in my in my review it fucking rips it is literally the best like pop cover song i've heard since h2o did a uh on their go album back in 2001 they did a cover of madonna's like a prayer and i was like holy crap that's awesome like i can't believe they did it so well and they actually do a really really good job with i want to dance with somebody couple breakdowns some cool build parts it's really awesome uh probably my other favorite song on the album is cable uh it's the funniest song on the album in my opinion by far it's about a <laughs> and these again these guys are going to be on uh the the podcast probably at some point i'd love to get them on uh we'll talk with them soon hopefully and uh the this song is actually about uh being in a relationship and not breaking up with somebody because they have cable and you don't want to miss your episodes of your favorite shows. Right. So the, the line that I really liked was, uh, she likes to spit on me. I like to watch community. Uh, so he sticks with her, even though he treats her or she treats him like garbage. So I, I thought that was a really funny and just a really good overall, um, song, but the whole album straight front to back is awesome. So let's talk about another one. This one is actually an English rock band. They're from, I think they're from the Isle of Wight from memory off the Southern coast of England. This is reminders. This came out early in the year. I think it might've been February, no, April, April as well, I think. Um, and this is a band that has kind of been around. They've done some songs. They've done some, I think some singles and some EPs from memory, but this is their first LPs, their first full length album. And it's called best of P beach punk. So best of beach punk. I would highly recommend going out and getting this album. I actually have it on my wall somewhere right there. You can see it, right? Yep. This is reverse, so it's hard to tell. Right there behind me, uh, it's kind of glared, got a little bit of glare there, but it is best of peach. God, I almost say peach punk. Best of beach punk. It's a tongue twister. There are some really, really good songs on here. Their first uh, couple of singles were Carousel and Post Paris Blues. 
both phenomenally good songs. I've probably listened to this 30 or 40 times easily this year, this, this whole entire album. Picturesque is probably one of those sleeper songs that I would say at first I was kind of like, kind of just washed over me, but it's gets stuck in my head. Every time I hear it, I can't get that song out of my head for like another three, four, five days. It's a really good song. So definitely go check out that. Now, next on the list is a band called Dropped Out. This is their third album, but it's the new one called Get Lost that I want to talk about. This album is actually incredibly, like I gave it a 5.0. I thought it was the absolute most perfect version of what I would consider pop punk that I've heard in at least the last 20 years. Uh, when I think of all the bands that I like, MXPX, the, the Mr. T Experience, uh, you know, Blink-182, those bands, when I was like a kid, I was like, these are perfect. Phoenix TX, their very first album, and actually every album that, I've, that, that they ever put out, I think there's only two in an EP, but their albums are perfect from start to finish. They understood what those, those, you know, I guess just how to make that exact sound, the exact way that I, when I think of pop punk, those are the bands and then, you know, dropped out, replicated it in a way by blending it all, including even like maybe some alkaline trio uh, and some other stuff in there. It's a little bit darker in some, t- in some aspects than maybe a true pop punk, but it's also got some of that screechy weasel type of stuff in there. I would say the, the song fingers crossed on that album is possibly one of the best songs of the year. Uh, just straight across the board, not just in punk, but of the year, like one of the best songs uh, I'm still alive, which is the first song in the album is great. Uh, another one that I really like is I'd rather not say, and it's a song about basically if, um, you know, a, you're being asked for advice from a girl who you like, but then she's going to get married to somebody else. And she's saying like, do you think this is a good idea? And the, the whole premise is I'd rather not say, cause it's just going to cause you to hate me. And even though I don't want that. Right. So it's kind of an interesting, uh, theory or a song, a kind of a feeling. It's like most of the songs on this album are about a relationship that soured um, for no real reason other than they kind of just didn't, it didn't work out, which is pretty much a real life experience of love. It's not like Hollywood movies where all of a sudden, you know, something switches or whatever, something cool happens. And then they're all falling in love. They have happily ever after most relationships don't work out like that. And so this is kind of an experience. The whole album kind of experiences that from start to finish. And then 20 below kind of the last song on the album brings in the female perspective of some of that relationship stuff. Now I would say fingers crossed is actually more about um, the lead singer's dad, or at least I think it's about the lead singer's dad. Um, It's a song about basically how he's, a deadbeat dad. No, none of the kids actually want to hang out with them and don't want to be there for whatever reason, but they have to because they're forced to either by, you know, some sort of court order or, uh, you know, whatever. But essentially that song in itself is quite, um, melancholy, but, uh, it's, it's very upbeat in, in terms of the song. So it's kind of like a, you know, good juxtaposition of emotions in one song. So I would say it's one of the best songs of the year for sure. Now let's move on to the indie rock category because this is where some of my truly, I would say some of the more heartbreaking music of the year is coming from in the indie rock category as usually happens because these are people who are, you know, usually working out either on their own creating albums or in a very tight knit, small kind of not overly um, influenced by outside forces type of, uh, of, of just, you know, musicians in general. First on this list is our season two, episode one um, uh, guest. His name's Tim Kasher. He's from the band Cursive. He put out a fourth solo album called Middling Age. And I will say this is almost completely perfect. 
Uh, I only gave it a 4.9. I, I don't know why I say only. I mean, that's a high score, but it literally was probably just a couple little mixing parts away from a 5.0. It was just a couple things with the mixing that kind of threw my ears off. That was like, ah, oh, kind of sounds like a misstep. And that's nothing to say bad about Tim because he's doing most of this stuff on his own. He's got some awesome people to work with. It just, for my ear, a couple things were a little off. Takes nothing away from how absolutely incredible this album is. The first song on the album, I Don't Think About You, is probably my first or second favorite album of the entire, or first or second favorite song of the entire year. I've probably listened to that song 160 times. I don't know. (laughs) A lot. It's fantastic the whole album is great um the the john juberts is a really good song that is a creepy as hell song about uh a serial killer that kind of stalked nebraskan teens back in the day back in the early 80s and then tim writing about how he had a dream that he was in a band called the john juberts and how that kind of interacts with the lady who her her son was a victim of it it was very weird to real like when tim writes he writes so specific and so uh, kind of in space that you can kind of see everything that's happening. And I will say that if you've never heard cursive or heard Tim Casher or the good life, you are missing out on an entire existence of rock that you should tap into as soon as possible. Tim Casher is one of my favorite artists of all time. I put him on my Mount Rushmore, my top four artists of all time. It's Dave Grohl, Neil Pert, Joey Cape, and Tim Casher. If you don't know who all those guys are, I would highly encourage you to go check out Lagwagon, Rush, Foo Fighters, and Cursive. Those are my four favorite artists of all time. Next on the list, so obviously go check out Tim Casher, Middling Age. It's an absolutely incredible album. Next on my indie rock list is a band from Sacramento. I'd never heard of them before. I think it was actually their debut album. Yeah, it's their debut album. It's, it's Oh, Lonesome Anna. Everything about this band is really, really clever. Uh, incredibly well thought out. And I would say it's, it's probably a thinkers album more than anything. And the reason why I say that is because even the name, Oh, Lonesome Anna, it comes from a type of flower or vegetation from memory in California that, let me see what it, I actually wrote it here at the end. So it's a, uh, it's, it's a rare plant that is native of California called Acrastophilus Oloniana. Oloniana, something like that. So they put, took the name Olone Anna and basically mixed it with the song Oh Lonesome Me to make Oh Lonesome Anna, which is just a weird way to come up with a band name or, a, you know, a name of anything in general. But I thought it was really cool that they actually thought in that depth about why it was going to be the name of the band. The album's name is Megadeth T. And the whole album aside from one song is actually from lyrics that were written by one of their friends, actually two of their friends made all the lyrics and they basically are not in the band, but they, the, the band took the, the lyrics from poems and poetry and art that these other two guys created. Uh, I'm trying to remember their names. Let me see if I can find it here. So the, the lyrics come from Johnny Allen. So that is, where they got most of it, except for one, one, uh, one song on the album. So Johnny Allen basically wrote this, this song, uh, or wrote this poem that these guys kind of turned into songs. And it's based on this idea that, um, he grew up a kid, horrible dad, a horrible stepdad, actually, who did not treat him or his mom very well. 
And then they just turned this into one of these soul crushingly good albums that basically draws out this experience across, you know, eight or nine songs, however many it is about, you know, trying to overcome addiction and growing up to be a normal person based on all this trauma that they have from their childhood. And the, the lead singer, Evan Bailey, actually said this record is about childhood trauma, but also about every experience you carry with you, painful and joyous. What do you keep with you and what do you throw away? I think it's a pretty good way to describe what this is about. And now the lyrics have been altered to kind of make it more uh, like singable and, and musical. And some of them are like some of the songs Evan actually took and recrafted quite a bit, but they're all based on the concept of this of this, you know, writing from Johnny Allen. So I would highly recommend going to check that out. Everything about it is incredibly intelligent and clever. I think I gave that album like a four point. Yeah. 4.8. I would highly recommend going to check out. Oh, lonesome Anna mega death T. It's really good. Another one. Uh, this one actually comes from a rocker. You probably know of, you probably don't know this band and this forms name. It's the color Fred, the year of uh, the, the album is called a year in change. This is from Fred Mascherino, and he actually used to be in Taking Back Sunday. That was back in the days of um, Louder Now. So that album, if you ever heard that album by Taking Back Sunday, you will recognize some of the ways that Fred Mascherino sounds. And this is a great kind of reintroduction to him and that style of music if you haven't heard, you know, any of the color Fred at all. And this is, I think, the first album in like probably 10 years, something like that, 14 years. So it's been a while since he's actually released, uh, you know, music under that moniker of the color Fred, but I would highly recommend going to check that out. Um, there's some really pretty, I think there was a one song in here specifically where he's talking about leaving to go out on the road and, and it's called right. I left in, and he's seeing, seeing like his son's like chasing the car and he's like, is it right? I left that, you know, that whole scenario It's pretty heartbreaking. There's some really good songs on there that aren't so heartbreaking, but again, these indie rockers, they really know how to tug on your heartstrings and kind of pull at that, especially for adult males, especially if you have kids, like it's kind of like that's that's heartbreaking to hear. Um, so if you've ever if you ever like Taking Back Sunday or you know of the color Fred or just like good indie rock, go check out the color Fred. And that's that uh, album is called Megad uh, sorry, Megadeth T. A year in change. Megadeth T was Owen Samana. <laughs> the next one I'm gonna bring up is actually the Carolyn. And these guys were uh, episode two of the podcast this year. So season three, episode two, uh, their new album called rhythm of my own decay. I probably, I probably have tried to hype this more than any single outlet out there that I can think of. Um, this is a really, really good. I mean, it's like 18 minutes long and it's like eight or nine songs. I would tell you, this is probably one of the best indie rock albums that you'll hear in a long time. And it's from a band you've probably never heard of. They're from Atlanta. They're young guys. Uh, you know, they're, they're in their late twenties. They're, they're kind of just coming around to where they're actually getting notoriety. I think it's their second, maybe third album from memory. Um, but this, this album, every, sing, every single song is, as I, as I talked to Andrew from the band, it's, it's anthemic. You will sing along to almost every single one of these songs, especially songs like Munchausen by Praxis. Um, the first song on the album, which is um, uh, The Apiarist. Yeah, that's right. I'm like... I'm trying to remember. It's the Apiarist, which is uh, about their one of their friends, um, and then the probably the most sing-songy on the entire album is "99 Problems, Zero Caveats," which is the last song, if I remember, on the album. 
And that song is just an absolute indie rock banger. Like that's one of the best songs of the year for sure. You'll, as soon as you hear it, you'll be singing the, the chorus over and over and over and over again, because it's just that good. So go check out the Carolyn Rhythm of My Own Decay. They're from Atlanta, Georgia. They're awesome. Now, I'm going to get into one of my favorite bands. Uh, they are nothing. They're, they're, they're not a new band, but they're kind of growing a second life after having come out uh, on a major lap, uh, major record label back in the early 2000s, kind of been underground and just growing their, their, their culture, their, their scene, their band, their fandom for the last 15 years or so. And it's Coheed and Cambria. They came out with a new album called Vaxis Act Two, A Window of the Waking Mind. This is, if you know anything about Coheed and Cambria, first of all, it's, it's a whole story, right? The, the, it's based on this universe that uh, lead singer Claudio Sanchez created around the Amaru Wars and, you know, this whole key work that holds these planets together. And this one is about essentially it's the, the new chapter in, in, in the, in their kind of installment of sci-fi where there's basically a child who's growing up to kind of be the savior. It seems like of, of this entire universe. And in the first one, he's kind of in a coma on the first album. It's he's in a coma and his parents are trying to save him and rescue him. Uh, I think it's a him. I'm pretty sure it's a him. I think it's actually based on Atlas, which is Claudio Sanchez's real life son in the second act. So act two, a window of the waking mind. This is where he's starting to wake and he's actually starting to realize that he has some sort of power. It seems like this song, this, or the, sorry, this whole album is pretty fucking awesome. I actually said the, the title was Coden Cambria beat the shit out of rock music on Vaxis act two, waking uh, a window of the waking mind. So it's just like Josh Eppert on drums, just going nuts. Uh, you know, Claudio Sanchez and Trevor, uh, Travis Stever going crazy on guitar. And obviously their new bass player. I can never remember his name. Nick, I want to say Nick's, I don't remember. It's Nick, but I don't remember his, oh, no, sorry. No, it's not Nick. What is it? Damn it. I can't remember. But anyway, he does an awesome job. Obviously he, he took over after uh, Mike, their old, their old bass player, Mike, got into some legal trouble by robbing banks for some goddamn reason. Anyway, that's a whole different story. But go check out this album. It's it's. Act two, Vaxis Act Two, Window of the Waking Mind. I would probably say, of the of the albums on or of the songs on this album, Shoulders, probably one of my favorite songs they've ever done. The guitar on that is just incredible. Um, the Liars Club, another fantastic one, and then Ladders of Supremacy, Rise Nia uh, Nasha, or Cut the Cord is the is the subtitle. And then Window of the Waking Mind, those last three, they're kind of a trilogy set of songs, which Cody and Cameron is known for doing. Those all absolutely fucking murder. So you'll absolutely love those if you love prog rock. If you've ever listened to Rush, Pink Floyd, Primus, any of that kind of stuff, plenty of other bands that could be labeled in there as well. But if you're a fan of any of those bands, you will really enjoy. And, and the, Cody does it in a, in a more hard rock way than a lot of those bands. It's very similar to Primus's early days mixed with Rush's early days. Um, mixed with Pink Floyd's um, concept album work. So it's it's a really incredible uh, experience listening to a Coheed and Cambria album. All right, let's move on to the what I would consider just the, the kind of regular rock category. These are not, you know, I wouldn't say these are like necessarily indie or alternative. They're kind of more just straight up rock and roll. So first on this one, it would be Dan Andriano, uh, Dan Andriano and the Bygones. So this is his new side, side project away from Alkaline Trio, Dan Andriano. Um, the album is called Dear Darkness. 
fucking awesome. Every song on this album is great as well. I gave this album a 4.9 out of five stars. Um, literally the song sea level is, is a really catchy, really, really good song. Dear darkness. The title track is incredibly catchy and it's really good. It's got a little bit of natural twang, as I say, thrown into it to start off. Um, you must be cold is really good. The rest of you, which is like just, a you know, it's, it's a bit, it seems a bit heartbreaking. I don't know exactly what the song is about. It seems like it's either about a dead person or an estranged person. Um, pretty sincere song, but it's definitely, I think it's a little vague enough to give you some uh, room for imagination. That song that I just mentioned, you must be cold right before that. Um, from what I understand, it's about uh, Dan Andrino's wife and basically him trying to help her be happy in their relationship and in their place in life and all that stuff. And that's just uh, really, really personal and, and and just a very, you know, probably um, intimate song that if you, if you've ever been in a long-term relationship and, and have some ups and downs and stuff like that, you'll, you'll feel really, really uh, connected to that song for sure. So Danny Andriano, Dear Darkness. So Danny Andriano, The Bygones, Dear Darkness. Go check that album out for sure. Another one, this is, I don't know, I don't know if there's a guilty pleasure or just this guy makes so awesome music. I won't say it's like fucking rocking music. It's it's actually the most chill music you'll ever hear. And it's Jack Johnson's new album, Meet the Moonlight. Now, I don't know why, like I've liked every single album Jack Johnson's ever put out. This is his actually best one in a long time, in my opinion. It's probably better than the last two or three albums that he's put out. Um, it reminds me a lot of some of the earlier stuff mixed with a little bit of um, kind of like smooth rock. It's kind of weird to explain, but he's got a little bit of soul surf jam going on in this one. Um, there's a lot of really good songs on here. The first song on the album, Open Mind, kind of sets the standard. Um, why don't we have open minds anymore? Why is everybody such a closed-minded piece of shit kind of kind of scenario? Um, Jack Johnson's never been afraid to get political, and he doesn't get super political, but he does talk about everybody as a whole kind of feeding into this machine of politicization and polarization that divides everybody. He's like, why can't we just come together? Why can't we just solve our problems? Um, there's some other really good songs on here. I'm trying to think of what some of the, some of the better ones were. Um, yeah. One step ahead, I think. Yeah. So there's that, that song particularly I think was quite clever because it's the lead single from the album. It has a, po a poignant lyric in it about having some social responsibility. Um, but people like to just hurry up and be the first one and try to get something done or be the first to do it. And, and he brings up a line that says, who wants to be one step ahead and first to the punchline, basically go ahead and run full steam ahead. Try to be that person that's, that's racing. And then you're going to probably fail at it and you're going to be the butt of a joke. So I, I think when Jack Johnson writes kind of so social commentary albums, which he does a lot of, and, and this one's got a little bit of, it's not so much all social commentary, but about half and half uh, personal mixed with social commentary. When he writes songs like that, it's just, really well done because he's not taking sides. He's trying to make sure that we all understand that we all have our own responsible part of this whole thing. Now the next album. So again, Jack Johnson, meet the moonlight. If you like Jack Johnson, if you don't, you can hate me, but I have a personal affinity towards that guy. I remember literally seeing him on the Carson daily late night with Carson daily or whatever it's called, like way back in the day in like 1999 or 2000 his first TV appearance ever. As far as I remember, so yeah, that's, I've liked him ever since that. So that was 20 some years ago. Now the next album on this list is the Black Keys new album, Dropout Boogie. This is an absolutely phenomenal album. Start to finish, 
the best drop best black keys album i've heard probably in 15 years i don't know know how many years ever since brothers i think it's their best album since brothers the first song on the album wild child kicks ass you if you watch the new the gray man with ryan reynolds uh ryan not ryan reynolds ryan gosling uh and chris evans you'll know that that song actually comes on at the end of the credits because it's kick ass it's it's a great pump up song uh my son who's 18 months old loves that song every time it comes on he just starts dancing around um, one of my favorite songs in the album is actually burn the damn thing down. It's a very old school. It kind of reminds me of like the blues brothers. They got to come to your town, put on the show, just kind of everybody's left in shambles. Cause they're just so awesome. They just kind of burn everything down around them. And that's what the track is actually about. It's like, when we come to your town, we're going to burn the damn thing down. So it's, it's pretty awesome. Uh, I would say the only critique I have in this whole album is there is one part of the, of the song, baby, I'm coming home that uses the exact same riff as midnight rider by the almond brothers. It's probably in a different key. It's probably at a slightly different tempo, but it is the do 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 from midnight rider. So that's my only critique that they kind of lifted that riff, uh, that riff. Um, but it is a, a really good song, even with, without knowing that, even if you don't know it, you're going to like the song, but knowing that it's still a good song. And you're just like, ah, is that plagiarizing? I don't really know, but, it's 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 almost exactly the same riff. So aside from that, that's probably why I gave it a 5.0 instead of a 5.5 out of five stars because this album is awesome. It's the it's if you haven't heard it yet, it's it's one of the best albums of the year. Um, if you like rock music anyway, and the Black Keys are one of my favorite bands, so go check it out. Drop out Boogie. Now, the next one. This one's a bit of a weird one. This could be easily in the prog rock or psychedelic rock genre but i'm going to put it in just the straight up rock category this is psychedelic porn crumpets they're from australia they're from perth australia outside of perth i think um the new album is called night gnomes again another fantastic album uh these guys put out a, a perfect album last year uh shiger the sunlight mound uh, i call i put that a 5.0 that was a, a perfect album this is as near perfect as possible as well this is a 4.8 could have been even a 5.0 uh some of the songs on here are so so good bubblegum infinity might be my favorite song that they've ever made and it's it's an incredible song um night gnomes is another good one bob holiday is another good one um lava lamp pisco is good there's just so many good uh accident another great one on that album so if you haven't listened to this album highly recommend if you're going to listen to one song on it check out bubblegum infinity uh get ready because psychedelic porn crumpets aren't your typical rock band they are going to blow your mind uh, they blew my mind when i first heard them and hopefully they do that for you I will just leave it on that and say, go check out Psychedelic Porn Crumpets, Night Gnomes, and Bubblegum Infinity you can start with and move from out from there. Now, last on my rock and last on my kind of review here is Barty Strange and his new album, Farm to Table. This was an absolutely incredible, because I, 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 Barty Strange came out a couple of years ago with his first album, um, Live Forever in 2020, kind of came on the scene, indie rocker, turned into kind of like this rock phenomenon. He's been kind of touring with like Phoebe Bridgers, some of these other um, acts out there getting bigger and bigger. He put this out and I guarantee you, he's if he doesn't win Grammys for this, I'm going to be shocked because this is one of the best albums of the year, pop rock. Otherwise like he's it's, it's, it's genre crossing. It's, it's definitely a crossover album and you're going to hear songs from this on the radio. I don't listen to the radio, so I'm assuming it's, 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 it's on there. If you haven't heard it, I know he's doing late night TV shows, so it's gotta be on the radio. Um, some of these are just really good songs like wretched. Uh, you know, it's about this inner monologue and reflecting on the, 
inner struggles to have, you know, find your own identity. Uh, it's probably one of the most dance ready songs too. It's, it's got a really, it's, it's one of the first singles as well. So go check out wretched. If, if that's, I would say that's probably the first song you want to check out from farm to table. Um, other songs like hold a line really, really good. Um, he actually wrote that in response to George Floyd um, being murdered at the hands of police, obviously. And, and he wrote it thinking about the daughter being on TV when he saw that. So pretty incredible stuff. I would highly recommend it. Um, another song on that album, pretty interesting. It's kind of like, if you ever remember the Godfather two, where they kind of interweave uh, Michael Corleone and Don and Don Corleone, the, the Godfather himself, uh, Vito Corleone, they interweave like the, the paths of like the two rising to power um, from when each of them first started. The song tours on farm to table is kind of in that concept where he's talking about his dad going on tours, tours of duty in the military. He grew up in the Washington DC area, but he also obviously had a military family. And then he's also doing tours now as an adult doing uh, music. So the song is called tours. It's a cool kind of interwoven generational kind of song. I highly recommend farm to table. It's such a good album. Uh, and he does cross over a little bit genres because he even does, you know, a little bit of rap and stuff like that in his songs and incorporates a little bit of that kind of um, electronic style of, of music, but just, he's a really talented guy. You got to check out Barty strange. All right. So let's talk about it. I've given you like, I don't know, 30 albums or 20, 20 albums to kind of listen to. I don't even know how many can't count that high, but let's talk about the eight can't miss. If you're only going to listen to eight albums this year, mind you, if you only listen to eight albums, you're missing out on a lot of good music, but if you only listen to eight albums this year, I would suggest these ones. And I want to frame this and say that while I personally may like other bands and albums in certain categories, just as much as these albums, I feel like these ones in particular deserve way more recognition and deserve your attention right now. So I feel like if you have an open mind in your music, these albums will really impress you all pretty much all around. So number one, it's not in any order. I'm just going to kind of go down a list, but number one on that should be, you know, definitely go Lingonberry, go check it out. It's something you'll probably not hear anytime soon because it's it's a blend that is too good it's like something you, you probably heard back in the 70s that kind of mixed with 90s rock and it's just really good so definitely a lingonberry second up tim casher middling age i've talked about this i mean he's one of my favorite artists of all time you got to check this album out it is it's a solo album so he does put all the instruments too there's some backup vocals and some of the um you know strings and stuff done by some of his friends and and cursive bandmates and stuff but Go check that out. Um, Cliff Diver, Exercise Your Demons. Again, this is an absolutely, do not miss this album. You want to expand your horizons of music? You could maybe just do it with just that one album because it's going to tear your brain apart and put it back together by the end of the album. It's such a good album. So go check out Cliff Diver, Exercise Your Demons. Handheld, A Canadian Tragedy. I can't talk about this one enough because it's really, really, really good. Um, you just got to hear it. I mean, it's it's great punk music, but the history into each song is so good too. So if you like digging into the history of songs and lyrics and, and stories about the songs, they all have great stories. Um, reminders, best of beach punk. These guys from Isle of Wight in England, I would highly recommend going and getting their album or checking it out, listening to it. So, so we got Def Lingo, Tim Casher, Cliff Diver, Handheld, Reminders. Then the Maroons, the Book of Maroon. Uh, obviously that's a, a spinoff of the Book of Mormon from, you know, Trey Parker and Matt Stone from uh, South Park. But I would say this does just as much justice, both comedically and skill-wise, as the Book of Mormon does for, you know, something like Broadway. So then I would say you got to check out Dropped Out, Get Lost. This band, 
again, I, I gave that a perfect 5.0 and it's the only one on here that I'm suggesting that I gave a 5.0, even though I gave the black keys a 5.0, you don't really need a suggestion for the black keys, right? If you know the black keys and you like the black keys, you'll go listen to black keys, but dropped out. You probably never heard of these guys are a punk rock, pop punk rock powerhouse that you should check out right away. Go check out their new album, get lost. And last on the list, but not least, not by any means, is that band Plosives. Go check out their album, Plosives. You hit the brakes. Again, that single might be one of the best songs of the year, if not probably top three of my favorite songs of the year. So go check out Plosives, their album, Plosives, their debut album. It's a new band made of some kind of you know mixed uh, members of other bands that kind of came together and put out this incredibly awesome album. Very similar to a sound like Silver Sun Pickups, which is one of my favorite bands of all time as well. So go check out those eight albums. So again, Def Lingo Lingenberry, Tim Casher Middling Age, Cliff Diver Exercise Your Demons, Handheld, A Canadian Tragedy, Reminders, Best of Beach Punk, The Maroons, The Book of Maroon, Dropped Out, Get Lost, and Plosives, their self-titled debut album, Plosives. So there you have it. It was a difficult time trying to distill this music into this short of a list, but I hope you had... You know, I, I basically I hope you do go check out all these awesome artists and give them a chance in your playlist because they are all really awesome. Make sure to go to the show notes below this episode to check out all the artists mentioned today because they're absolutely great. You're going to love these albums. If you don't send me an email and say, hey, I hate your t- taste in music and I'm never listening to your podcast again. And then I will say, sorry, I've offended you. My my opinion is still valid. <laughs> Remember, guys, the Powered by Rock podcast is powered by our listeners. If you want to show us some, some support, please be sure to subscribe and share to share the podcast on social media. If you ever want to voice your opinion or ask a question, please head to our anchor.fm slash Powered by Rock site, which is where we're hosted on. Um, it's basically, you know, the Spotify's new kind of hosting service, anchor.fm slash Powered by Rock. You can leave me a message and you can tell me anything you like. You can ask questions. You can leave a comment. You can just talk for, I think it's up to a certain amount of minutes, like three minutes or something. And we may air it on another episode like this and I can actually respond to it. So make sure you can leave a message. Also, if you want to make a donation to the podcast to help us keep making some awesome new episodes with awesome guests, um, it's not because we don't have money that there's no guests today. I just really want to do a recommendation today. Um, but if you want to leave a donation, we're always accepting donations. It's it's really helpful to basically help for paying ads, for supporting our hosting and all that good stuff. So please, if you feel free, like if you're enjoying what you're listening to, go ahead and make a donation to the podcast. You can find that link in the notes as well. You can see the full video interview on our YouTube channel or on Spotify now as well. So you can just, if you watch through Spotify or listen to Spotify, you can actually see the video interviews there. If you want to check out some of our articles, albums, reviews, lists, and interviews, go to poweredbyrock.com to read our absolutely free rocking blog. Also, find our merch and gear as well so you can pick up some items to play and look like a rock legend. That's our show for today. We'll see you soon for the next episode. Until then, rock on, guys. Supposed to be